Hello everyone, it's Bill Thompson, T-Bill, and welcome to Plain Market Talk, where I will provide a straightforward interpretation and analysis of current market news based on my background as a retired Wall Street stockbroker with almost 50 years of experience. And I will also provide business lessons to help you become much more successful with your personal finance, trading, and investments. So let's get started. Hey everyone, it's Bill Thompson, T-Bill. Welcome to Plain Market Talk. Today is Friday, October 20th, 2023. Okay, it's 341 in the afternoon Eastern Time. We'll take a look at what's going on with the markets. We have some other news out there. And today I'm going to finish off the general introduction of mutual funds, talking about net asset value, um, fees involved with mutual funds, and also a comparison of mutual fund to what I call closed-end trust. And then on the next session, I'll get into much more specifics uh, on, on mutual funds, beginning with the different types of stock funds. But right now with the markets, markets are down for the day, down for the week. We've got the Dow Jones Industrial Average is right now down 0.74%. S&P 500 down 1.07%. NASDAQ Composite down 1.42%. Primary reason for the markets being down is that the yield on the 10-year Treasury has gone over 5% today for the first time since 2007. So what does that mean? Basically, Treasury bonds uh, are loans to the U.S. government. And as a benchmark, we, we look at the 10-year Treasury bond. Basically, that's uh, a loan made to the U.S. government for 10 years. And the interest rate in those bonds went just slightly over 5%, 5.04% as I look at it, for the first time since 2007. Now, uh, the reason they've gone up, bond traders are pricing now into the market higher interest rates. Earlier today, Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell uh, did state uh, in a speech that the Federal Reserve might have to raise interest rates even more than anticipated to continue to try to bring inflation down. So that's the uh, markets um, are now factoring that in as far as the interest rates. Now, the key with the stock market, uh, we in the, in the um, brokerage industry, what we do in, in stock trading, we would compare the yield return on stocks to the 10-year treasury. That's what we use as a benchmark. So basically, if the 10-year treasury is now returning 5%, for stocks, we need them to re be returning anticipated at least 5% also. And one thing we look at is called the price-earnings ratio. We take the current price of the stock and divide it by its earnings, its yearly profits. Now, to equal the treasury, that should be a 20. In other words, you pay $20 uh, for a stock for every $1 profit, 5% yield. The uh, PE ratio right now is a 24.59. So you pay $24.59 for every $1 profit. By the way, that is the uh, PE ratio for the Standard & Poor's 500. That's what we used. So does that mean that the markets are going to go down 20% to bring the P.E. ratio down to 20? No, not especially. Because the P.E. ratio, price-earnings ratio, those earnings in that calculation are the last 12 months of earnings. So it's anticipated that earnings will be going up over the next 12 months. But very simple explanation, but that is the relationship. Now, just a few minutes ago, this is pretty embarrassing for this company, uh, we have a, a cybersecurity company out there 
uh, Okta, I believe is how you pronounce it. The company's OKTA. That happens to be their trading symbol also, uh, Oscar King, Tom, Apple. They are a cybersecurity company located in Silicon Valley uh, in San Francisco. Uh, they announced just a little bit ago that they've been hacked. Uh, so being a cybersecurity company, they themselves have been hacked. Uh, stock went down 11% uh, immediately on the news. And right now, uh, the stock is at $76.03 a share, down $9.44, down 11.04%. That might be an overreaction there. You know, I mentioned before, markets tend to overreact in two directions, up or down, but something to keep an eye on. Okay, continuing on, got some other things to talk about. And then today I'm going to finish off the general introduction of mutual funds, talk about net asset value, uh, fees involved with mutual funds, and a difference between mutual fund and closed-end trust. And then on the next session, I'll get into much more specifics on mutual funds, talking about the different types of stock funds. But before we get there, okay, so the uh, actors, I use actors for male and female, are still on strike. Uh, they've reached somewhat of an impasse with the movie studios. The writers are back. They approved their contract. They're back. The latest is what the Writers Union, excuse me, Screen Actors Guild, and uh, after it's called American Federation of Television Radio Actors, what the Actors Union is proposing, the streaming is their big, big issue. Um, you know, streaming, uh, I've talked about this before, the seasons are shorter, the uh, actors are not getting um, data as to how many people are watching their show, the shows and so forth they appear in. What they are proposing is a surcharge to every single person that subscribes to a streaming service. The number they propose is a surcharge of 57 cents. In other words, they're proposing that the studios would pay into a fund, third-party fund, 57 cents, um, I guess it's a month, 57 cents a month um, for every subscriber they have. Now, the studios are balking on this. They're saying that's $800 million a year uh, that they cannot afford. They're already losing money on these streaming services. Uh, and they'd have to either absorb it or raise prices for consumers. Uh, the Actors Union is saying that number's grossly inflated by about 60%. But regardless, they may that may eventually be a solution they agree to, You know whether it's that amount or smaller amount or whatever. So we got that news out there also. Okay, got a few other things to talk about here. Yeah, Martin Scorsese, he's got that new movie out, Harvest or Moon, whatever it is. It's got the word moon in it. And I guess he was just interviewed um, about a his biggest, actually, box office movie ever was Wolf of Wall Street. And I guess, you know, I didn't realize there's still an ongoing debate about that movie. Now, some of you may have seen it, some of you may not. Uh, it, it was about a brokerage firm out on Long Island called Stratton Oakmark and just all the uh, unsavory things they were doing. Uh, so I guess what the argument is that people say a criticism of, and the movie is an Academy Award nominated movie. I think it actually won a few awards. Um, they're saying that they're making the main protagonist, uh, Jordan Belmont, uh, appear like he got away with everything. Uh, and so, you know, there's some controversy about it. I guess he's been addressing that, Martin Scorsese. I actually remember hearing about that firm. I was, they're, they're a pen, they were a penny stock firm out in Long Island. 
I, I was working in Manhattan at the time, and, and I did remember hearing about them, and I heard that they were pretty wild, and I'd heard some wild parties they were having. So I don't know. If those of you have seen the movie, if, if the movie, if that's accurate or not. But anyway, I did hear about them. You know, the thing about penny stocks, they're stocks that are under a dollar a share. You got to be careful with those because it's not an efficient market for trading the way we do for the New York Stock Exchange listed stocks or NASDAQ stocks. And one problem with penny stocks, you got to be careful with what's called you know, the bid and ask. I've talked about that before, buying and selling price. I remember years ago, a medical doctor we used to do investments for, he said, Bill, what do you think about this stock? There's some penny stock. I took a look at it. And I said, well, no, I wouldn't buy it. I said, why? He said, well, the bid's a penny. The ask is 10 cents. He goes, well, what does that mean? I said, well, you have to pay 10 cents a share for it, but the most anyone's willing to give you right now is a penny. It means it has to go up 10 times in value for you to break even, not even counting commissions. He goes, oh, boy. I said, how much did you buy? He said $10,000 worth at another brokerage firm. Uh, I said, well, why'd you buy it? He said, oh, cab driver in Vegas told me it was a good investment. Well, you know, maybe a cab driver in Vegas thought it was a good investment, but... I did let the doctor know maybe you should check with us on that stuff next time. So that's one of the problems with penny stocks, big spread between the bid and ask. Um, other issues sometimes is that some, what some of these brokerage firms could do, I've got a feeling Stratton Oakmark, Mont probably did this too. You know, you, you start calling up your clients and telling them all to buy a certain stock because it's about to go up. And well, yeah, they push it up because you're telling them to do it. And then when it's up, you call them back and say, okay, now we think it's going to go down. And they tell them to um, sell it. And they push it back down. Well, they're the ones doing it because uh, you're the ones calling your clients. The brokerage firm's getting commissions on both sides. So anyway, I saw that news though, Martin Scorsese. All right, what else we got here? And we'll continue talking about uh, mutual funds. Oh yeah, Jordan Bel uh, Belfort, by the way, at... Uh, Stratton Oakmore. Yeah, he did serve some time in prison, uh, a couple of years. That's the Leonardo DiCaprio uh, character. Uh, there's mixed stories. Uh, you know, he was ordered to pay $10 million a year restitution for as long as he lived. That then was reduced by the courts. He is still out there. He's active. He does financial seminars. He claims he's been paying restitution. Others are arguing he's not. It goes back and forth. So I'm not really sure, you know, what the whole story is on that. But that's what's going on there. Okay, what else we got here before we talk about uh, mutual funds? All right. Uh, yeah, also, we're seeing a decline today in solar energy stocks, companies that make solar panels. Um, I think what's happened, gas prices have somewhat stabilized, and uh, I think that might be part of it. It's not as much demand for fuel, uh, and prices have stabilized, less demand for solar energy. But I know a lot of these solar energy stocks have been taking some hits. Uh, I'll give you a few names, though, just to keep an eye on. Uh, a lot of people invest with an exchange-traded fund that I'm about to talk about uh, called the Invesco Solar ETF. Uh, and that symbol is TAN, Tom, Apple, Nancy. It's down 6.2%. They have an earnings issue. A few other uh, solar stocks, though, to keep an eye on. We got this one, Solar Edge Technologies, SEDG. They, they also report a major earnings issue. Uh, Sam Edward David George, SEDG, down 27.3%, $82.86 a share. 
Got a couple of others here. Uh, again, sometimes you see overreactions on these. Uh, Sun Nova, uh, their symbol's Nova, N-O-V-A. This is a lower price stock, $8.68 a share, down 5.75%. And I think I had one more here for you. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Enphase Energy, E-N-P-H, down uh, $99.07, down 14.5%. To, uh, today, and I got one more. I got one more, and I'll, I'll recap these in case you want to look into them. Uh, Sunrun, uh, one word: S U N R U N. Trading symbol: Run. R U N. Down six point five seven percent, nine dollars eighty eight cents. So let me quickly give you those again, in case you're interested, because sometimes you see overreactions on these. Uh, all right, so if you want to invest in solar energy stocks, uh, you know, someone who wants to look at would be Invesco Solar, symbol T-A-N, Tom Apple Nancy. Uh, the second one I meant, uh, their price, by the way, I didn't even give you the price on that one, uh, $43.91, down $6.05. All right, so you got Invesco Solar, T-A-N. You got Solar Edge that you could be looking at. Uh, their symbol is SEDG, uh, Sam Edward David uh, George, uh, $82.92. They are down 27.3%, so that's the one that's down the most today. So that's the second one to look at. We've got Sun Nova, uh, trading symbol Nova, N-O-V-A, Nancy, uh, Nancy Oscar Victor Apple. Okay, and then I'll give you five of them, I believe, here. Yeah, number four on our list is Enphase, symbol E-N-P-H, Edward Nancy Paul Henry. And then the fifth one that we're going to look at was Sunrun, S-U-N-R-U-N, one word, trading symbol run, R-U-N, Ralph, Uncle Nancy. All right, so something to keep an eye on. All right, so let's go back to mutual funds here. Here's how mutual funds price. Uh, they do price in dollars and cents, but here's how it works. Uh, they have what are called net asset values. So what happens each day at 4 o'clock in the afternoon as the markets close, the mutual funds take the value of all their investments, you know, how they, what they work that day, and they divide by, divide by the number of shares that make up the mutual fund, and it uh, gives it net asset value, uh, what the value is. So... I'll talk more about the mechanics, how that work, another day, how new shares are created, but that's called net asset value. Easy enough. All right. Now, with mutual funds, you can buy fractional shares. So if you put $100 into a mutual fund, uh, you could buy, every penny could be invested because you can buy fractional shares up to a thousandth of a share. Okay, so we got that. Again, I'll go over this stuff in more detail in upcoming sessions. Uh, Another thing you got to be careful, though, with mutual funds, they have fees. See, these managers that are running these mutual funds, they're being paid. Uh, they're paid as a percentage of assets. Uh, so that their incentive is to you know, bring up the value of the investments, and then more money comes in, they make more money. But that is something to consider. Um, they are paid a percentage of assets. It can be over 1% sometimes, 1, 1.5%. Mutual funds also have, they sometimes have, they have marketing expenses, you know, they run TV ads, uh, and then they, they, they charge that into the mutual funds. They have transaction costs for buying and selling the investments. 
So basically it's management fees, marketing fees, transaction costs, there can be others. It can be up to 2% of the total assets of the mutual fund. Now here's why that can be really be detrimental. If you have a mutual fund that's returning 9% a year, the investments, you're in, you as the investor, it has expenses of 2%, you're only getting 7% a year, see? Now, we also have what are called index mutual funds. They don't have portfolio managers. Uh, they just replicate the investments of an index, like the Standard & Poor's 500. Their fees are a lot less. They usually could be around a third to a 0.35 or 1%, 0.4 percent, a lot less. But we'll talk about those more in detail. You gotta be careful with fees on mutual funds, okay. And the last thing I wanted to mention was um, mutual funds versus closed-end investment trust. All right, so mutual funds each day, you just take the value um, of the investments, divide by the number of shares, and you get net asset value. Now, the problem here is, though, you can only buy and sell the mutual funds at the uh, day-end price. So if you put an order in at 10 o'clock in the morning to buy a mutual fund, you're buying it at the end of the day price, that asset value. Same thing on the sell side. If the order comes in after the market closes, you get the end of the day, the next trading day. Well, we also have what are called closed-end investment trusts. They're similar to mutual funds, but they trade like stocks on stock exchanges. Uh, a lot of them are on NASDAQ, but some are on the New York Stock Exchange. Now, you can trade those in and out in the middle of a trading day. That's the advantage there. Disadvantage, though, is you might be paying fees or commissions. Mutual funds don't generally have fees or commissions. Uh, but yeah, you might be paying fees or commission with a closed-end trust. And also, closed-end trusts do not always price at net asset value. Uh, in upwards-moving markets, they sometimes price at a premium above net asset value and in declining markets, sometimes under net asset value. Anyway, I'll talk more about that in detail another day. I'll also talk about what used to be called loads on mutual funds, commissions and fees. We don't see those anymore, but I'll let you know what they are. Anyway, but that's on some upcoming sessions. So hope everyone's doing well. Bill Thompson, T-Bell, and I will talk to you again soon. Take care. See ya.